Ladies and gentlemen, lady gentlemen, and gentlemanly ladies, I am your hostess with the mostest tonight, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On the Rocks, where celebrities and cocktails mix, uh, brought to you by United Airlines, where we're only ugly on the inside. What? What? That was my, oh, wow, I'm getting groans already from my, from my people. <laughs> Tonight we welcome my very first crush, with roles from Conan the Destroyer to the Wonder Years, Law and Order Criminal Intent, uh, to Sex and Execs, actress and musician Olivia Diabo, and currently making headlines as one of the villains from the new prison break, my new crush, Amin El Gamal, is here. My guest co-host is Stan Zimmerman, comedy writer and director from the Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, Roseanne, Sex and Execs for Tello Films, and giving us entertainment tonight, is People Magazine. <laughs> Do you like how I did that? Patrick Gomez is in the house. I like to say Gomez because it's very fancy. All right, let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a cork, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. I am so excited about today's show. Uh, today's show is presented by Infusion Beach and Hotel, uh, coming to Palm Springs this year. Uh, go like them on Facebook, IBH Palm Springs. They are a year, our new year-long sponsor, by the way. I'm going to be broadcasting from their pool. Um, hello to our listeners across the nation, uh, iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, and of course, we are Facebook Live on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, a True FM in Ohio, and uh, nationally on Reverie Network. Hello. Hello, Facebook Live. Uh, get your subscription today for Reverie. Um, everybody, what what's up? <laughs> I have I have my subscription. You do. I do. That surprises me because you know you 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 you're very frugal. You're you're very budgetary you? conscious. No, you're very Jew. Is that what you want to say? <laughs> well, happy Passover. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> happy Passover. I am. No, but everyone. you have a subscription. Yeah. That's great. Yes, I do. I'm proud of you, Stan well, Zimmerman. You. Well, they were very sweet because they gave us the office space. Where we shot Sex and Sex, which you visited. I visited the set. Yeah, Olivia, you, you weren't there the day I went to the, see the set. Uh-huh. Thank God, because I caused a ruckus and they asked me to leave. Yes, did you did. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Isn't that pretty much anywhere you go, though? That, it is true, yes. Yes, even like at the Heller Keller Inst- Helen Keller Institute. They don't even know I'm wandering around. Skelter? Just, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a few years d- down the line. Are you always dragged off and bleeding from your face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's dramatic, yes. Oh, don't even get me started. It's, yeah, that's a whole. This is happy hour here, Stan yeah. Zimmerman. Okay, Leave go. it to the Passover guy to like bring it down <laughs> a little bit. Um, no, but I'm really excited because we have established veteran uh, film and TV star Olivia. Uh, you've done everything. Your IMDb like keeps printing out pages and pages and pages. Oh my God! Thank God for that. Right. Um, and then new to the scene, new ish to the scene. Uh, I mean, and you're like creating headlines everywhere. The article that just came out in Advocate, amazing. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful they were they were able to tell me story and in such a responsible and like honest way it was really yeah the response I've gotten from all over the world has been really humbling 
And neither one of you can take a bad picture, which really upsets me. Does <laughs> yeah. Why does that upset you? You look like you, you look like you don't take a bad picture. Oh, oh. oh. especially when you have color. That tie is so stellar on oh, you. Oh, thank you. Look at that, I'm blushing. And this is no joke, Olivia. You were one of my very first crushes before I knew what was like going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was, yeah. no, I'm not kidding you. A good thing. Amazing. It's a very good thing. Okay. You know when you would watch a show, and you're like, why am I so fascinated with that person? On the Wonder Years, I mean, you you just uh, just just. Like I'm starstruck, and my mom is actually here because she's one of your biggest fans, Mama Rose. Mama Rose, she's she's not even in the chat room today because yeah. she's here. Yeah. Um, but, but but I love this 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 meeting of the mind, so to speak. Where newest to scene, you know, a new TV show, Prison Break, is coming back after what seven years? Yeah, yeah. The second episode is tonight at 9 p.m. on the West Coast. Set your DVR. I, I watched yeah. the first episode. I actually watched it yesterday. Nobody's aged, by the way, on that show. It's kind of scary. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I love this. You know, we can share ideas. And, of course, yeah. we have Stan Zimmerman. Uh, you wrote some original um, script for the Old Testament, which was great. I, I you. love your work there. I actually rewrote it. Did, yes. did you? I punched it up a few You're jokes. Like 20 Commandments. Who yes. needs all those no, rules? He wanted to call it the new, the new Old Testament, but that was just too confusing. Yes. <laughs> B. Arthur wouldn't allow it. The Middle Ages Testament. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but Olivia, you, you've seen the industry change in so many ways, and we're going to talk about that. And Stan, writing for, for scripts, you know, going from writing from Golden Girls and now writing for your own projects, Sex and Execs, for a web series. I mean, that whole the whole, the whole industry has changed over the course of like 10 years. Well, Olivia and I go way, way back because we had a – James Berg and I, my writing partner, one of them, we had a development deal at 20th Century Fox. That we and, did. And you had a deal yes. uh, to do your own sitcom. Yes. Because she had like – What was the name? It was uh, well, it ended up being called Olivia Masters Life. Uh, it was supposed to kind of be me, except an American version of me, understandably, you know, because people primarily knew me playing an American because of the right. Warriors and what have you. And the thing that got me the show was the single guy, actually. They had offered me Jonathan Silverman's best friend at the time, but I actually thought that the guest star role was more interesting. She was this nightmare date <laughs> who was like an Upper East Side, just nightmare woman who you know, just name drops the entire time. And she's like, and then I had a drink with Bob. And he's like, Preston, I'm like, De Niro. (laughs) 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 You know, she, so she, um, you know, what was that? You're like, ah. Wow. (laughs) That's like my actual life. I (laughs) ended up getting a development deal because of that show and, being a guest star on that, and and then that's how I met Stan. Is I he was working at Fox at the time, and I went in to go and uh, meet him. Us. Although and she I didn't w- hire us, no, well, uh, she didn't pick us. Well, that was a, <laughs> that was a political you? thing. That uh-huh. was because ultimately I ended up having to go to ABC, who did the Wonder Years. Right. It was like an in-house, in-family thing, and I was pregnant at the time. And they very, they, very, very they, pregnant. They, they yeah. wooed me with turkey and cheese uh, <laughs> sandwich from Greenblatt. And it worked. Literally, yes. like that's all it took. I need like a full buffet at Shakey's. Like that's that's what impresses me. But that's what I was uh, craving when I was pregnant. So that Turkey was what was kind of delivered uh, amongst a couple of other things. But so. we did hit it off, and I always loved her. Send and her a sandwich, Stan. Uh, yeah. Had I known, I would have sent you a box of sandwiches. A subscription, yes. he would have sent yes, you. I would have. But then years later, I was directing a production of Joe Orton's uh, Entertaining Mr. Sloan, mm. and yes. I thought how great she would be although the part is more of a frumpy housewife but I thought how great because she was so funny to cast someone that is still very very sexual and and we had to frump her up a little bit and she agreed to do it boobs I had this incredible kind of uh, uh, well a pregnant Belly and yeah. uh, you know and bird, bird butt, sheet and boobs yeah. and bo- 
Yeah. She had it all. I had it all And she agreed to do it. We did it with Ian Buchanan from General Hospital. Yes. And Emerson Cooper. Do you know him? No. A wonderful British actor. And Robin Gamble. And uh, she won tons of awards, and she was utterly fantastic. And she got to pull his pants down and show a little... Every night, a it went, little. It went a little bit lower every night. Yeah, yes. Stan really pushed pushed us to the edge on that, and, and the pants to the edge. He was like lower, lower, lower. In rehearsals, I mean, it got to the point where I was like, "Well, why is he even wearing pants? <laughs> why is anybody wearing pants nowadays? Know. Uh, you know, that's the big question. Come on, e- equality. We have to see everybody's jugs now. Yeah. Like even FX now, you're not safe as a gay man. I'm like, whoa, okay, I've seen it, but the men are all like in pants. Yes. Every now and then you'll you'll get a little flash, and you're like, okay, they're not Jewish. Okay, that's nice, but it's like let's make it a regular thing yes Big thank lies. you Olivia we're going to start this equality thing but women Please. have had it all the time I'm sure you've been asked on many shows what will you show right don't you have to sign something it's yeah. your contract like yes. what you'll do uh, there's also a, a thing where they don't want to see any action any what nipple action nipple action there you go enjoy your meal yeah. well yes. from some people from you I'm sure that's not <laughs> that's enough <laughs> I think it's fine <laughs> you can <laughs> <laughs> show, show the pictures now. Yes. yes like, Wonder Years reunion. Boop. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the internet and never forgets. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I have to say it's very interesting meeting you because people see you from your roles and, they, and they, they know you from so many different iconic things. Like I said, Conan the Destroyer, which like, is so funny to me. And Wonder Years. But to me, you're so, like even from the accent and, and your personality, you're so, you know, like demure. And it, it just, it's so funny. Is, is this just Wait, the act, Yeah, yeah, it's just an act. Law and uh, order? Yeah, well, I, you know, oh. I can play a good sociopath. In fact, I think that that role was really good from the standpoint that she was super intelligent. She was sort of 10 steps ahead of everybody. You're nodding. So I think I think oh, you might be that's a all, yes. fan. Um, yeah, so it really gave me the opportunity to break out of, I think, what people had normally seen me play. Yeah, I know, uh, as you just mentioned, maybe more the more, more wholesome, demure thing. But we all have a, a dark side, a, a shadow that sort of lingers. And I do cast mm. a big shadow. I don't know yes. what you're talking <laughs> about. It's something yes. we have to honor from time to time. And as, as an actor, as an artist, uh, you know, one's plight, I think, is to look at the darkness and the light and hopefully bring it into your work and get to expose that and, you know, hopefully evolve through it. I'm a, like, can you just read the autobiography, like the audio version of my book? Can, can, can you just read it? Like, just, yeah. It was Mexico City. No, I'm not, but I will be for this book. Okay. Like, okay. I, want that, I want that accent and that whole but like, steaminess. But she does many accents and voices. You do a lot of voiceover work. Yes. yes. She's really good mimic, She played a too. Jedi. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Luminara. Yep. Luminara. Okay. All right there. Boom. Yeah. Eat that, George Lucas. <laughs> um, and also join us today, Spill in the tea in the nicest way we have patrick gomez from people magazine now patrick is the nicest person but talking about our dark side yeah. he can be a little sassy especially after a few few of those i don't uh, know what you're talking oh, about yes yes but you spill the tea in the nicest way you're like oops i spilled that yeah let me just tidy that up yeah and, and he's a really good singer which i found out coming to one of your shows at rockwell i was, I was very, like hello i was on stage I too i was very <laughs> impressed but i knew you could sing but Thank i didn't you. know this one had what did I'm you say? Right. And the charisma. And the um, well, we did a couple songs together, uh, and then I did uh, a song from Hamilton, the, the King <gasps> George da, 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 song. Da, da, da. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, good. He was really good. I have to say, his friends were in the front, and you know, I'm always looking at the audience. So his friends were taping him, and then I got in the way. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> first, first, first. <laughs> now back on, back on. I was like, oh, okay. No, <laughs> you were great. In fact, when I first saw Patrick, it was at Celebration Theater. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was on the board of Celebration Theater, and you were doing Naked a mu- musical. Singing. No, it was a yeah. musical where you played a gay prince in tights, and it was the tights, and I was like, oh, who's that? It, yeah, <laughs> the, the next fairy tale. It was, it was supposedly the first gay fairy tale. Yeah. Nice. And not the last. There was many fairy tales going on. Um, our engineer, Kurt, uh, as usual, joining us, making us sound good, look good. Kurt, do you have a pun for us? Yeah, I don't have my mic. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, no, right. no pun today. We're gonna no have puns? to have an our audiences I'm, love his I'm, awful I'm leaving, puns. Yeah. Kurt, I can Olivia it for you. I mean, I just have to apologize cool. right now for for what's about to happen. <clears throat> Kurt, do you have a pun for us today? Of course I do. Okay, let let me tell it to our to our listeners okay. before we lose them. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you a pun about United Airlines. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, but it's just been dragging on. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, wow. He said, okay. "I was going to yeah. tell you a pun about United Airlines, but it's just been dragging on." The, the, the delivery you ruined the joke. Yeah. There. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to do at this point with that. <laughs> yeah, the audience loved to help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glad we had that. I'm glad we had that. <laughs> Oh. I liked it, Kurt. No, no, no. Thank you, Kurt. Uh, you have to give straight people their voice in entertainment. You just have to. <laughs> yes. And that's the voice. Right. Loving the crickets, yes. too. <laughs> um, I have to talk. Uh, this last, uh, I have to give a shout out. This last Sunday was Sunday Funday in West Hollywood. One of our sister radio shows, Left of Straight Show, hosted by Scott Fullerton in Ohio. Um, he threw a party at Mickey's, and it was open bar. There were gift bags. I mean, this was done classy. I got the gift bag, but I missed the party because I had a matinee. How did you get a gift bag? Did they have it like, like the best? That's to me now. That's like the best party. I don't even have to go to the party. Just, just give me the, the gift bag. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I would never, because then you can grab two if you go to the party. You're oh, like, oh, okay. did that's I get true. one? Yes. I always grab two. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, women can get away with that. I feel like a little bit more because yes. it's usually toiletries, and right. Things like that. Yes, I love, yes. I love yeah. candles for some reason. Oh, so. those are candles the best. are yes. I mean, but who needs that many candles? I do. There's that candle store on Santa Monica Boulevard. Candelarium. That just like, Mm -hmm. that expanded. And I'm like, how is a candle store on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood afford to not only have one storefront, but then buy the one next to it? I'm like, that's a drug front. I was just going to say it's a front for drugs. I actually know the owners. (laughs) Whenever they have like a romantic scene in any type of show and there's all these candles lit, I'm like, this idiot did not sit there and light all these candles. Like, who does that for real? And then you have to blow them out after the romantic time. Who wants to do that? You remember Obar used to be Yes, Santa I Monica and, and it smelled like here. Ikea because they had the Ikea candles. Well, so they used <laughs> well, to have... Here we go, it's spilling the tea already. <laughs> so they used to have that, they had a wall of like tea, tea light candles. Right. Um, and they used to have to have somebody come in two hours before they opened to literally, because it was so many candles to light all of them. And then one day they were like, Oh, nobody like, can look into these candles. Why do we not just Get buy something we can, ones. We yes. can switch yeah, on? So they did, and then like somebody didn't have to come in two hours early every day. I'm like, that just seems like a smart decision from or, the very beginning. Or start a fire. I mean, well, there's that, that too. Yeah. Or like yeah. the door opens suddenly and they half go out. The guys are, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, anyway, but thank you, Scott Fullerton. That was it was so much fun. There was networking. Uh, Marlene Forte was there, who's been on the show, and she's this fiery Latina actress, and I'm in love with her. I know Marlene. Oh, okay. Well, she was yeah. at the party. That's uh, amazing. I met her. So... At the, I met her at the diner. Oh, what was she, she doing at diner? You tell me. Uh, she's clearly uh, not uh, lesbian. You never know. She's not a lesbian. She's not no. a lesbian. No. I know her. Not... Not... Is she not a lesbian? <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. What a shame. For poor darling. Oh, the show's you over. That's it. Doesn't get any better some. than that. <laughs> 
Um, I missed you at Dinosaur. Yeah, I missed you by like a couple hours. of hours. Yes, I had to come back for a party. A really fun party. Was for the gift bag? I yeah. No, you were with Lily Tomlin. It was a Detroiters party thrown by Allie Willis. We have a picture of you and you Lily. Need, you need to have on the show. She wrote uh, the Color Purple musical. She's wow. crazy with like the blonde hair. That's oh, Sandra we, we, Bernhardt. Yeah, we have to tell Kurt who Lily Tomlin is. Oh, poor no. Kurt. Yeah, don't say yeah. that. Um, it's in there. So Lily was there, and I'm a Detroiter, and it was to raise money for Mosaic, which is a theater company for young performers, and it's a really great company there. So it was great to support. No, have you watched Frankie and not not Frankie and Grace? Grace and Frankie, yes, Yes, of course. Yes, are you a fan? Let's let's honestly be honest. Literally, be honest. Are you a fan of the show? I love Lily Tomlin. So I was years ago going to do a movie for her. I wrote a movie and I got it. I sent it backstage while she was doing her one woman show, and she loved it. And that's how we became friends. But as a child, I adored her coming from Detroit and my mother was so amazing she took me and my sister to a now meeting really as little kids where Lily was performing because she knew I loved her and it was such a cool thing to do and explain you know what the movement was to children and uh, then I got to see Lily and then years later she was in my house and hanging out so uh, Everybody has been circle. to your house. I only recently was allowed into yes, this house. Yes, you were. You've had house. readings with every single person, living and dead. Sometimes they're dead when they get <laughs> Don't there. Don't say that. <laughs> no, but you have like well, you've had like Virginia Woolf readings. Like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf readings in your home with amazing cast people? Yes, I did. And we had Marla Gibbs, and we had we've had um, wonderful people. Mindy Olivia, Sterling and Olivia's come and read Several, stuff. Yeah. You had uh, Alexander Rodriguez was there yeah. one day. Yes, he was wonderful. How did he get in? I don't. Know. Let me tell you how I got in. I didn't read a part. <laughs> I read stage directions, and I did it sort of enter left. <laughs> and you know how you, that, that, you like go to the next. You're like, where's my next liners? And I'm like, oh, pages till my next line. Forget it. And we had a wonderful reading with a movie that we were developing. Yes, uh, the yes. Homecoming Queen's yes. going down. Yes, and uh, we're still working on that. Yeah. So it's like a bride. I was in the male version of that movie. There you go. Yes, okay. yes. yes. good for you. It's a different kind of movie. <laughs> Marissa Jarbinoker, who still needs to come here. So Marissa, get over to Sunset Girl. I love her so much. Yes. Everybody yeah. loves Lovely. her. Hangs out with her. Like they go grocery shopping with her. I'm so upset. And I missed her in Hocus like, Pocus. She did Hocus Pocus. I saw. Yeah, she was oh, great. Uh, Rockwell, I missed Rockwell. it. Yeah, she My did the Kathy Jimmy part. Was in yeah. that. I don't know what she played though, because I didn't see it. Wow. Yeah, I <laughs> wanted to so bad, but it was like it kept every time I wanted it to go. It was good. It was, it was amazing. Out. Yeah. <sighs> Call me. I'll get you in next time. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Thank Marilyn you. Rice Cub was there. We had a great, cool, and Mindy Sterling. Yeah. It was a really fun group. So. Well, I will read stage directions anytime. Really? Okay. Uh-oh. Great. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, there you go. Another job I'm out there of. My own <laughs> duet show. Like, I was like, can you move over while I film Patrick? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Latinos. Latinos in entertainment. Yeah. Um, speaking of, like, famous Latinos, uh, like I said, Marlene Forte was there. Um, I decided to take my mom to this party. And, in fact, she's actually here. <laughs> Let me show you how my mom networks at Mickey's. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. Wow. goodness. Look at that. You wow. are my hero. I mean, your head's closer to the... I'm head. just trying to get in the picture there. and So yeah. that's my mom networking. Now, the funniest thing about my mom networking is um, she had a few to drink because it was open bar. This is this is a true story. Good for you. <laughs> you know how you're talking to somebody and like your friend can tell that you've lost all interest and your eyes glaze over or whatever? So my mom decided to speed up like the process. Like I'm doing now? How yeah. dare yeah. you, sir? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my mom is <laughs> drunk. There was uh, there was a, a person at the party. I'm not the biggest fan, but they're they're famous. Yeah. So mom was like, she just came up to between the middle. Are you famous? And that's all she said. 
Did you really do that? Who yeah. was it? I, I can't say. Name. I love people. Initials. No. I love it when people don't filter what they're thinking. Yeah. It was like Sophia Petrillo over here without the stroke. Yeah. 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 But so like, refreshing. But that's what it's she so did. so refreshing, yeah. yeah. But to say that, are you famous? And that's how she did it. Yeah. And this what? person was very tall. There <laughs> was like a little woman here. What did they say? That's what, what they were like. Yes, uh, no. What do you say to that? I mean, yeah, he's yes. famous. Yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> C-O-N-O. No. Very. No. Yes. He, would, he just smiled Maybe. and backed away slowly. Yeah. Yeah. He left his gift bag there. It was, but it if was he hadn't there. been famous, he probably would have taken it as a big compliment. Yes. I don't know what was said like that. I, I don't know. But what do you guys do when you're talking, especially on the red carpet, yes. and somebody's taking up all your time? <laughs> and Patrick, you've been on in, doing. I'm probably been on both sides of this, right? I've been the one taking up the time, and I've been the person that's like, okay, move along. What do you guys do when somebody's taking up too much time, or you have no interest in what they have to say? Like, how? Like, what's the best way? You mean if they're before you and you're, I mean, on the red carpet doing... No, like if, 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 if somebody's interviewing you. Yeah. And like won't let you go. Uh, just like, you know what, uh, it's great talking to you. Oh my God, this has been so great, I, but I gotta get in there. Yeah, are you, you guys? So if she says that in ten minutes, we know what the real thing is. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> or you, you do like the grin and be like, "Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here." Like a fake Gotta friend. Go yes, it's fancy. Or you have your publicist just go like this behind you. Yeah. Or you have a publicist. She says I have to go. So <laughs> yes. All right. All right. I'm just gonna have my mom come up when I'm yeah. on the red carpet. Yes. Like, are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stan, what what do you do? Because you do like to talk. Well, I'm not. I'm kind of new to the red carpet, and we. I haven't done that many. One time, I uh, went with Susie Kurtz to. Uh, I love Susie I love Kurtz. Her. So she invited me to. It was a benefit honoring Cherry Jones. So I thought, oh great, and I'll walk love the red carpet. Cherry Jones. Yeah, she handed me her purse, and I stood by the side. But I, I love her to death. But at, at the diner, I did do the red carpet uh, and Mindy Sterling, and so that was really interesting. And she's doing all these wacky poses. Yeah. So how do you pose? I don't know what to do, and I feel like I oh, for the photos. I got, I got pulled into like. Some I mean, you have craziness. this down too. Like, like I said, you guys don't take a bad picture. You know how to pose, but I mean, you're like giving fierce, like <laughs> eyes, eyes, smile. Well, I'm still figuring it out myself. Oh, please! It takes like it takes hours. Show us, Olivia. Hours I, in front you know, of the. I, I just think. Well, first of all, you want to do like a three quarter. You need to know which side is better. Yeah. What if you have four what and a half quarters? You look like such a tiger when you do that, <laughs> yeah, Sam. Okay, there we go. I love you don't her. Wanna... You're so cat-like. You're such really? a feline. Oh, oh the American. She went all American. So, yeah, so it's like there. you want to do a three quarter. <laughs> you want to do a little bit of a hand, sometimes an over the shoulder. For a man, See, I don't look sexy doing well, that. Well, they rehearse. Well, you don't. You never think outfit. about like my first red carpet. I was like, what do I do with my hands? I could just like leave them like dangling, sort of like an ape by my side. And you're like ten feet yeah. tall too, and by I'm, the way. And I'm tall, and I have disproportionately yeah. long arms. So I've been putting them in my pockets, or sometimes I go like yeah. this, but then I feel like that's not working for you me. You look like Peter Pan. Like, yeah. Hello, where's my shadow? I put them in my pocket in a coat last time, but it looked like I was like pregnant. <laughs> no, but I feel you because my best you friend. You pregnant? Come on! Oh my, my best friend and in, in roommate in college used to like used to always make fun of my fingers because like they're so like he was like they're like alien fingers. They're so like spindly. Long. You do spindly have fingers long fingers. fingers. Yeah, and they're very thin. We need to reclaim the spindly fingers as like no. An now I'm creeped thing. out by you well, too. In, as and a kid, my mom uh, always uh, called them piano fingers. She was like, they were meant to play the piano. Do I you took play like, piano? nine. No, I took nine years of year. One piano, I'd maybe a piano in the it. next city. Piano uh, fingers. I mean, that's a big piano. And they're yeah. hairless. Did you have electrolysis on your fingers? <laughs> yep. <laughs> there, there you go. go. There Richard, um, Richard Simmons once called my smile a piano. Number one, what were you doing <laughs> that close to Richard Simmons? Where is he? I used to. I, is that how you got the part? Prison break. Would you go to, to Slimmins? <laughs> Went to the oldies. Prison break. Is he missing now? <laughs> 
No, but he's I feel there. Like we shouldn't, no, he's because there. He's just sitting there alone. I I oh, met him God. at a the- I was seeing a play and he was there and he was like, "Your smile is like a piano." <laughs> <laughs> did he really? And say I never that? smiled. I, I never smiled to its full capacity again. Have, yeah. Did, so did any of you ever take his class at Slimmons, the studio he yeah. had in Beverly Hills? Yeah. You must have known. You've known him. You've I've never, never taken it, but I've heard stories. I don't, yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like you might. Yeah, whenever I want to get a good peek of some dolphin shorts. There you go. But no, two tone. I went a couple times and and i will say i mean it did wonders you look fantastic thank you thank you um (laughs) no i mean i i will say that there was a i went maybe four times and there was definitely a four times a big difference a big difference the last time i went which was like a couple months before you stopped teaching i mean he was in a completely different like because you went the other the first three times it was he was all over the place and happy and was like going and like taking guys shirts off and like uh-huh. running them around and right. like, and, like you're all amazing you're all amazing and the last time I went he very much was in a different headspace it was yeah. it was darker that's, it was it was story. he cried at one point yeah thanks really? for bringing the joy in the class he cried he yeah. cried during the class well part huh. of the class is like because he's Richard Simmons so he's also like you need to feel empowered. Like, you know, he's also, it's like part Oprah in the sense yeah. that he's like, yeah. also he personalizes like, it. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and like, does it as like a, a, a you know, motiv- motivational speaking section of the class. I don't and have that time for that. But yeah, it definitely was very different. I, I honestly think he's fine. He just, I think it's probably, you can't be that crazily, ha- yeah, yeah, effervescent and then, and not have another side. And I'm sure he's just not feeling effervescent and is like, you know what? I'm just going to sit at home and it's that's not fine. sustainable. And well, that's what really I fine. heard, I heard this yesterday from <clears throat> Us Weekly, not to, you know, <clears throat> oh, wow. oh, bought by the Inquirer. Oh, oh, so this is not that reputable. Well, Did I mean, you see they how bought, bought by the, the Inquirer. Like, the just came down very nice. Yeah. Like two weeks yeah. ago, they got bought by the Inquirer. So it's not, I, I doubt there's any sort of editorial change yet. Well, they said that uh, the reason he's coming back in two months with this big return and it's been planned all along. And so this is what it's been all about. What? I don't buy it. And come well, back. So, so, that's why so he's it was like a PR stunt. So yeah. Not that he might not pop back up in two months, but I don't think it's like that this has been a PR stunt. It's a spin. That's I don't spinning. Think it's spinning. And he's coming yeah. back as what? Well, well, see, people are like, is he going to do the Caitlyn Jenner comeback? I don't. I think he enjoys cross-dressing. I don't think he in, he's transitioned. I, don't, I think it's like a character. He just likes it because it's good. That's my person. I mean, that is based on no. From your four evenings with him. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were Saturday mornings. Thank you very much. I don't and think I could handle that Saturday morning. not because morning. it was a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up on the show, we have, uh, for all you Saved by the Bell fans, we have Dennis Haskins is coming in. Um, and then for May, we have a slate of... Uh, some great personalities. Um, and what I love about the show is like, there's just more and more fun. And uh, <clears throat> I'm very happy with the show. Thank you, listeners. Uh, where you can catch On the Rocks in your neighborhood, Overboard is here. Overboard is the biggest Long Beach Pride party. It's on the Queen Mary. All of these people on the Queen Mary, fancy, fancy, after Pride. There's not a gayer place or name for a place. Yeah, the Queen, I mean, right. Like yeah. Queenier Mary, <laughs> Queeniest Mary, probably. Yeah. That's like a little tugboat. That's like the after party boat. Yeah. <laughs> What's jug, happening jug, in jug. Palm Springs? Explain but, that. Can I, I'm getting there. I'm very curious. Okay. That. So Saturday, May 20th, go uh, to the Queen Mary. I'm going to be there doing some MC stuff. They're having uh, a fashion show. Mm. I can imagine. We're giving away free Fun. tickets. So it's Saturday, May 20th. If you want a VIP boarding pass, email info at ontherocksradioshow.com with the word overboard, and we'll send you a VIP boarding pass. In the subject line? Yes. Just, just, just do that. They know. They know. Oh, I thought there was crickets. I thought you had yeah. put crickets, Kurt. No, those are just no. real crickets. Yes, that's, that's my, that's my that stomach. Was, that was yes. me breathing. Actual crickets. 
I love your accents and I love your voices. Thank you. Uh, San Diego, I'm coming for you. It's San Diego Day uh, at the County Fair for Out at the Fair with Hillcrest Social. As we take over the San Diego Fair, I am emceeing the whole day from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, my God. At what point are you going to pass out and they have to wake you up? And they're giving me all the drink tickets I want. No, that's why I'm asking. When are you going to pass? Not from exhaustion. (laughs) Your mother just... (laughs) Yeah. She went, I... She's worried. Yeah. Oh, she's worried. Are you famous? (laughs) Yes, she's worried. Um, So I'll be live streaming, though, so if you can't come down to San Diego, uh, Reverie is going to be live streaming uh, what, what interviews uh, June 10th. It's a Saturday. Is that yeah. Pride or, or just a, It's the just day that the LGBTers take over the county fair. Okay. Is that so, a technical term? <laughs> LGBTers, <laughs> yes. Uh, Pepper Mache is performing. Kitty Brocknell, Ricky Rebell will be there. So, uh, so come on down. Uh, Columbus Pride, I'm coming for you mid-July. I'll be emceeing uh, there on Saturday as well, live streaming uh, with Megan Mullally. We oh, love her. Yes. They've just added two more episodes to their... That's crazy. Hmm. All right, let's catch up with our panel. Stan, we talked to you. We're hanging out with, with uh, Lily Tomlin. I want to talk about the transition from network writing to a web series. Yes. Um, because you don't have people over your shoulder to say, no, that's not funny. That's I mean, with Sex and Execs, you not only wrote it, but you directed it. There wasn't really anybody telling you, hey, maybe you should go this direction. Is that scary for you? No, it's, that's actually the beautiful part about doing web series and working with telefilms because Kristen Baker, who created telefilms, yep. the only place online that is doing lesbian content. And actually, mm-hmm. they're putting up uh, skirt chasers and um, sex and sex for your consideration for Emmys because there's a new category. Oh, great! I would love to talk to you about that because you're the man. Um, well, I have a show, Stan. <laughs> He's already here. So they have a, a new category, short form, uh, um, for drama and comedies, and so we're we're gonna. But d- d- telefilms, uh, they so, say yes. lesbian content, but it's not. It's it's everything content. Sex and execs, I wouldn't well, consider. I mean, Olivia plays a, a lesbian mom who comes back to work. She was a real tiger lady right. at the office, and then she has a child, and she comes back, and everyone treats her like a mommy now. And we thought that was a very interesting subject matter. And she was, Especially with the scene where you start to... Lactate? Yes. Yeah, there you, go. <laughs> you can say it. Yes, yeah, say yes. it. Say the words, right. That was fun to do, like wet your nipple. That it was, was, that was that yeah. Was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was very technical. Yes, it was, yes. As, the, as the wetness grew bigger and bigger. But the wonderful thing about it is, is when you're doing a network show, there are so many levels of studios and networks and exact. And this uh, reading with this live yeah, audience and, and cut this, this line and, and, and all that. And you do, when you're doing a pilot, you, they show it to uh, test audiences like in Atlanta. And I've sat there in L.A. watching an Atlanta focus group. And one time on a show uh, in the focus group, one of the women said, I didn't like that the character said the word vagina. I don't even let my doctor say that. I'm like, get her, get, her, get her out of the room. That's, how does that's you, how how your doctor don't yeah. say that? Really? So then I was really afraid. I don't like the word it, moist, but also, my doctor wants to use moist. it. He's going to use it. I hope they don't have to. Um, but that's such a technical term. But I, I want to know what she has them say instead. Well, that's the, the fear is that one person in a little group in Atlanta says that, and then the networks freak out and say, lose the word. And so, mm. you but have what to deal word with would them. they want? I mean, I, just to me, because like, like that is they said, technical term. You know where, where you know where. They didn't you know. want that word to even be heard in a sitcom That's so on, on Lifetime. To me. On Lifetime. Um, That's so weird. So, the great thing about doing these web series is that it's just one executive green lighting it. She literally one Saturday afternoon called and said, "Okay, we're doing this." I hung up. I called her back. I said, "Did you just green light it?" And I had to. And then I got to go ahead and cast wonderful people like Olivia and pick 
you know, Mindy Sterling, Parvish, Bain Gibby, wonderful cast, Sandra Bernhardt, and and uh, great cast. Uh, so that's uh, so it's kind of like the Wild West now. You can make your own. Really, it's a pilot for us, and now we can shop it around to other places, networks, and online companies and anything but i got to do it how i wanted to do it well i think what's fantastic about it is that is that it does it puts the it's the power to the people because yes. because yes like you, i'm sure you went through a slightly more uh organized process when you were when you were doing it all but like i produced a webisode series mm-hmm. and and directed half of the episodes and did all that and this was like six years ago and it was just like a bunch of like 25 year olds you're a pioneer but yeah. i just love yes. that that exists yes, now where we it's like can just you can put it out it. and that pe- and because obviously people have made home movies and videos and all that kind of stuff all the time but now you can put it somewhere and people can see it and it can grow to a network show it can that possibilities are endless and that's what's so exciting that you can do anything so anyone out there that has Listen, an idea people. or concept just go and make it and we made six episodes for $25,000. I mean, which wow. is pretty amazing. And that was all God, Olivia's salary. That, there was like yeah. a dollar for craft okay. services, yeah. and yes. that was about We had great craft oh, services. When I was produ- I had, was in charge of craft services, because right. we, put, we put one, there was five of us producing, and we put one producer in charge of craft services um, in the beginning, and she is like, uh, very like, holistic and and so she we gave her like the money the budget and she showed up and there was like like, basically, like three pieces of pita bread <laughs> i was gonna say three pieces of pita bread <laughs> and some hummus and i was like nope no, give it to me way. went to costco <laughs> and like bought everything yeah. for the entire like three i want panda shoot. express like that's all i want and on it, my side but too it expensive may, it makes a difference when you have good food and good craft services as yeah. you know food is really important mm-hmm. for the crew yes. but you have to be respectful for like especially somebody known for their figure and whatever yeah. they're trying to keep it they don't want you know yes, burgers and stuff i'm sure you arrive on a set of like like the, our webisode, and you didn't know what to expect. It, it could be like total chaos, and the fact that it was so professionally run, and that's yeah. why actors keep coming back and, and wanting to do that. No, I literally because yeah. I was I was in it direct direct. I never directed an episode I was in because that's what I said I wouldn't do. But there would be episodes that I'd be helping produce or helping hold camera or helping hold it, and literally have to be like, oh, the lasagna, I need to go because I was like literally like <laughs> cooking the. It was so I love that I have that experience, but I I just love that that exists that people can do that. But I want to know, as an actress standpoint, doing network, doing film, web series, you know, that's still, because there's good web series out there, and then there's some web series that are not good out there. How, as, as an actress standpoint... How can you be discerning? Yeah, and I mean, like, if you got mm-hmm. a web series request, where do because it still has, we haven't defined what the connotation is yet. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but I think that I always knew... Anything that I know that involves Stan, I know I'm in good hands. I had always wanted to do a, a web series, and I'm working on another one myself with a bunch of comedic characters. But, um, you know, I read the script, and the the, the pedigree of of Stan and, and his partner kind of was just embedded in the script. There really wasn't – I couldn't even really d- differentiate us to – betwixt and between it being not being a network show and and I think that that we always have talked about the possibility of if it gets picked up that it would go to network possibly but uh, you know we actually wrote it for Lifetime as two separate half hours and read to me like like a network show so I thought well there's no way that this can't with Stan involved and all of the amazing actors involved and the crew and what have you that it can't translate in the same way that it does yeah, for me, it really depends on the people. It depends on the people and the strength of, of the script. Um, I just did a, an episode of a web series that was just as professional as anything um, that I've done. Sometimes even more. Yeah, and because I, because they're, they really are like, we're not going to pay, we can't pay you that much. Yeah. So we're going to respect your time. 
we're going to feed you a lot. Yes. You know. Yes. <laughs> so it feels it feels very it feels very special to be to be around people who are so passionate and not taking the the work for granted. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a there's a there's an amazing sense of commitment too with everybody involved because everybody has really high hopes and based That's, on the freedom yeah. that that Stan was talking about that mm-hmm. there isn't anybody kind of over your shoulder saying you can't say uh-uh, that yeah. you can't show yeah. nipples mm-hmm. it's a network policy right. um, you have to cover those um, I think that I think that you approach it in a different way I think that you're that much more crossing your T's and dotting your I's. Mm-hmm. And also a good thing is that we had so many people, like newcomers, and then people like Olivia It was a good done. mix of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mean, some of the kids on the show had never worked on anything, and there they, we, and I walk into it and I say, it's a learning experience mm-hmm. for all of us, and we yeah. all learn yeah. from it. I was there for the blowjob scene between the hey, supermodel and, yeah, that, that, that was my scene. If yeah. you were going to be yeah. there for any scene, it's that one. <laughs> well, Matt, I couldn't see anything, though, because the whole crew was there. I was like, what's happening? Time. They're yeah. like, Please leave. Uh, Matthew Smith from America. Yeah, you weren't Jets. invited. You just showed up. Yeah. Like, he did. You're like one. Spidey Sense yes, Tingle. Like, <laughs> a body double. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Matthew Smith from America's Next Top Model plays the IT guy, and he uh, kind of hooks up with. He was gorgeous. Wasn't oh, he? he? Was. And he's, oh so he's like, his clothing line is great, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he has no, a great no, clothing yeah, line. He takes his shirt <laughs> off. But oh, in, he's, he's, yeah. In, <laughs> the, in the show, he hooks up with <laughs> Natalie Dreyfus, who's a uh, boss, and then also with Miguel Pizon, who plays her bestie and assistant. Yes. So it's a story, a little love triangle there. You know, Stan, you've been on the show many, many times. Uh, a question that I keep getting, and I got it again this uh, last week, is From how, people? <laughs> Magazine. Me. Oh, I, asked. Yes. I asked. Okay. I know it's Patrick. No, you know, it's funny. Uh, thank you to the listeners that keep sending in emails. I'll get this. emails from <laughs> cities. I was like, what am I doing in that city? City, right? <laughs> oh, thank crazy? you. It is crazy. <laughs> what was it like working with Shelley Long on Brady Bunch movie? Oh my gosh, oh, there are wow. some good stories that's on good, that one. That's a good question. Because talk uh, about a veteran. <laughs> but I've heard, I've heard horror stories that she's really fun to work with, and that she's a nightmare to work with. She was wonderful. So she's probably listening. In Pacoima. I went to college <laughs> with her daughter. Really? You wow. did? Wow. Yeah, we were in the USC theater school together. I went to USC. Yes, you did. Yeah. After going to Stanford, wow. and yes. got kicked out. Underachiever right. over here. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure you were after me. Yeah. Yeah. I went to grad school there. So oh, okay. Possible, yeah. No, we won't. We won't bring numbers. No into numbers. This. We don't need numbers. No need for numbers. He brought his report card and his scholarship <laughs> notification. <laughs> like it's all there. <laughs> um, you know, she had been a big TV star and then a big movie star, and then there were a lot of rumors about her being difficult on set. And she knew Betty Thomas, who was the director of Brady Bunch from Troop Beverly Hills. And I Cult re- classic. Yes, and I remember Betty. We were in her office for some reason. We were under her desk on the floor. I don't know why. What? <laughs> Vodka involved. There you go. <laughs> Listening to this conversation where she was telling Shelley, look, this is not the lead part of a movie. We're just all digging into this little $15 million movie. Hmm. Do you want to do it? And she said, Betty, I'm going to be there. And she literally came every day, whether she was on set or not, in the shot and did the scenes with all of the kids. Wow. And I was so impressed and she just got Florence Henderson down. Wow. Oh, her, and that, I love the Brady Bunch movies. Yeah. That They're was so, so impressive. I just, yeah. I thought that was so cool of her and I, you know, I obviously always looked up to her but you know, all these stories and you hear about people being difficult, whatever, it came down to her, she came and, and showed us all. So, good. Um, yeah, yeah it's, my friend has a good philosophy with me because everyone has a bad day. He's like, I have to hear it from three from three people of three different instances before I will. That's a good litmus bef- test. Yes, but be- because yeah. he's like, everyone has a bad day. Yeah. You're gonna hear 
nine people from one set say, mm-hmm. oh my God, that person was such a diva. Yep. Or, oh my God, like he was such an asshole. But if if that's not the norm, then I trust that you're a good person and you had a bad day. I would like to give the yeah. benefit of the doubt. Because I would hate not to hire someone. And I do ask people when I'm casting, like, what were your experiences? And again, right. if you do hear more than one person, then you go, oh, maybe not. Hmm. But then when you hear good, you know, you have to also trust your instincts when you really talk to them and I know like when we were doing the play we had many phone conversations I remember in the car like yes. do you really want to do this and are you okay not being pretty like I'm going to make Absolutely. you like really it's funny because she said the same thing to you <laughs> yeah. because after a few tech rehearsals you yeah. were looking a little you know, yeah, not really pretty yes. <laughs> <I would imagine. laughs> really pretty <laughs> <laughs> now, I think I think I think I'm in love with Olivia Dava, by the way. Like a Tracy Ullman esque <laughs> show for this one right here. Tracy, yeah, she needs yeah. like just like I want all, all the different characters. characters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and she could do it too. We, yes. Oh, so where can our listeners find out more about Sex and Execs and, and watch it? Uh, telefilms.com. You can follow me, ZimmermanStand.com. But uh, we have two more episodes. Every Sunday we're streaming a new one, and we hope to have a, a new season and bring Olivia back and explore. What is she, now she's drinking vodka. Good girl. Yes. There you Very go. Tasty. Isn't it though? It is. Oh, oh someone yes. Patrick wants more. Let's see. There wow, you, go. you finished all yours, Patrick. Yes, he's a yes. good boy. From wow. People Magazine. Top him up. Top um, him also, the co-hosts get a little less. No, yeah. they don't. They don't at all. I just drink fast. After last time. <laughs> um, Stan, also talk about the show that I'm going to be seeing this next week. Yes, you are. So I'm uh, directing and I co-wrote a new play called Yes, Virginia. And it's based on my yeah, mother, that? and that's all you're giving him? He needs more. He said no. Okay, I mean, that's right. straight vodka. Okay, let's, we'll start with that. It's a Costco-sized um, Costco uh, bottle. And it's based on my mother and my longtime housekeeper in Detroit. And um, my mother came on Sunday, and that was... Uh, what was that like? Uh, it was very, <laughs> Did she say, are you famous? <laughs> it was very difficult, <laughs> because this is the first real autobiographical play I wrote, and mm. I dealt with my brother's death and what it's like when a parent has to bury a child and uh, it's very tough. very funny but it's oh also, i thought it was a comedy no i'm just no, like, oh, sorry it's, wow. it's kind of like a golden girls feel it's very funny but also very touching and and mindy sterling from austin powers is in it and it's our i think it's the third show i've done with her play and uh and my mother loved it so i was a nervous wreck mm-hmm. and i was grabbing my assistant director and all through the play and like she's like black and blue and because i didn't know and there were pictures of my family up on the wall oh. and you better you better come your mama better come. I think it would mean a lot. It's not open so. bar, right? Oh, my God. What's the open bar? <laughs> she stands up in the middle. Yes. Are you famous? Are you famous, Mindy yeah. Sterling? Yes. Yes. I actually have wine. I'll give you wine if oh. that will get you there. All right. Yes. We'll and, there. and it's uh, Mindy Sterling and Elliot English, who was on Broadway, Name is Behaven, and she was on Curb Your Enthusiasm yep. when yeah, Larry moved in with the uh, yep. African-American oh, family. And she, oh, I remember that episode. Yep. She's really yeah. funny. <laughs> and the two of them are so adorable together. Aww. So, um we only have eight more shows. I mean, it's L.A. theater, so come support Intimate Theater in L.A., and mm. hopefully the play will have a life of its own. And Where, oh, What theater is that? Uh, it's Studio C on Theater Row. Oh, between awesome. Between Cole and Wilcox. I expect you all there, and she's yeah. a really good laugher, and so yes. she's going to come. I get everybody going. There you go. Like a locomotive. And it make a great TV show, too. Um, just put it at that out. There, yeah, I'm just throwing it All, all the things that you do, Stan, make... 
great TV shows. Great TV shows. Well, that's, I'm, that's a, I'm a like TV junkie <laughs> from a, a, a little child. I had created my own TV network in my bedroom so cute. at wow. 13 years old, and I, oh, and, I, I and I had one of those um, scheduling boards, and I literally scheduled. Oh my god, I love seven that. Days a week of yeah. programming, wow. but I like had, shows that were already on air that well, you were it, rescheduling, or were you creating the things? shows that were canceled that I felt were unfair to be canceled? <laughs> I brought back onto my network, and then some things like I love Lily Tomlin. I felt she deserved her own variety show. So Lily Tomlin That's had an incredible. hour show. Yeah. I know how insane is that? Yeah. No, no, no. But uh, like I, I did <laughs> similar things, did, which is like, really I'm like yeah. oh, kindred okay, soul you here. You got that? Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, okay. So that was my. I produced like these kind of morose, campy spectaculars in my parents' garage oh. as a kid. And I also had a radio show with my brother where we would like reenact like Titanic. I love that. Oh, and we yes. do sound. And effects. Who are you? So we had. I was like pretty much everyone. Oh, really? all the <laughs> mainly most of the, the female women, characters. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I wonder you why. Do, yeah. My brother Francis is straight. Fisher. He was very. Ga- he was. He was very game the whole time. Okay. Francis Fisher. Yeah, you could totally do a great one of that. <laughs> Unsinkable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of entertainment and everything, uh, People Magazine. What is your entertainment report? Let's talk because. What's happening in the world? Um, I mean, there's a there's some breakups happening that mm. people have been like interested in. Uh, we had Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers broke up. Mm. Oh. I can't even imagine dating Olivia Munn. Like, I have to say, like, she's a great actress, but I can't imagine having dinner with her or like living with her. She's I want her to be Sloane Sabbath from. Uh, newsroom, but we, I we like, met at the newsroom. Yes, second well, season. And newsroom, yeah. hello. Uh, yes, second yeah. season. Newsroom yeah, yeah. was here. I was on. Yes, the newsroom. maybe third. Yes. It was here. Yeah, yeah. it was third. It was my first job actually in TV. Really? It was a newsroom, and I got nostalgic coming back here because I was like, wow. Sunset Gower has been here for a lot of Golden Girls. <laughs> I did was here. Golden Dexter Girls. was here. What Six have you done under? here? Do you remember? Uh. uh I'm sorry, we're not at Paramount. We're at Sunset Gower We Gala are definitely Studios. at Sunset Gower. <laughs> Just um, up very north, close to Paramount. A couple of blocks, though. I, I, yeah. I, I can't remember right now, but I... I'm sure, some yeah, guest spot. Yeah, definitely something. something. I still want to yeah. see Sh- I still want to see Shonda walking around here. I've interviewed I her in her office. I bumped into Viola Davis. I'm not even kidding. I I've bumped interviewed into Shonda her. in her office upstairs. Let's just um, go right now. Yeah, let's just yeah, walk let's up there. Um, so breakups. Yeah. Olivia. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Olivia and Aaron. Um, I'm not that broken up it was about a, that one. It was apparently mutual um, that they kind of just like fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also hearing that like they're not necessarily, it's not like, it wasn't an unamicable breakup, but that they're kind of are just like, they're not, they were like, we don't need to be around each other anymore. Like, Okay. How long were they together? I should um, know that. It was but- a while. Like a while is like like over a year for sure. Oh, okay. I mean, and so in like that Hollywood, long. that's well in Hollywood, that's, that's like dog years forever. <laughs> was it three years? Mama Rose is saying three uh, years. She's done her research. She knows. She knows they're famous. Yeah. I want you to <laughs> sing a song from Gypsy. She will. Yeah. Stop. Oh, okay, good. Stop. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Roses her, turn. Her ringtone is everything's coming up. Roses. I'm not oh. even kidding. You. So we so we You're have my that icon. <laughs> we have that breakup. We have uh uh. Uh, Janet Jackson and her husband. Yes, that's really sad to me. Because that made me sad too. You guys, it was a yeah. contract though. Five years really? was the contract. Was the prenuptial okay. contract, <sighs> and it was five years, two months into it. I know that. Th- I know. But, but he was an Arab dude, and I'm like an Arab dude, and I was like, yes, people of color coming together. Arab dude. I don't is know. That, it made me sad. But also, like, I. But I get I, it. I get it. Also, that's not conf- the contract's not confirmed. Um, not that it's not real. <laughs> I just, I, it's not confirmed. That's, that's, that's rumors that have been out there. 
What I will say is that they were so extremely private. Like, no one knew they were married for the first, like, three or four years Their wake staff marriage. didn't know they were married. Yeah. So, their wake staff? No, their wake staff. They probably also had a wake staff, though. They probably also had a wake staff. was the nipple slip uh, yeah. staff. There's um, a lot of staff. They... They. This is why he says I spill the tea in the nicest way because I, I try and stick to the facts that we know. Yeah, they That's were extremely pat. Uh, they were extremely. I mean, I always give my opinion a little bit. Mm. Um, but they were extremely private about their relationship. Mm. We barely even knew she was pregnant. Even then, she wouldn't really say she was carrying the baby. They just said they were expecting a child, and she yeah. kind of was like, "Maybe I'm actually carrying it myself." Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, she's a brand new mom. I mean, regardless of whether or not it was a contract marriage having that tumultuous experience of just splitting something up even if it was a contract it's gotta that be that kid's tough. gonna be fine can you imagine if you're single mom with Jenna Jackson I think you're good kid <laughs> come on well especially he's the he's the one yeah. he, the dad is the one with the, I mean, the money and that the family but, doesn't but the money was have one thing, the happiest but. story that's true uh, I actually wrote for Janet Jackson I wrote an episode of a fame, sitcom a fame episode when she was on fame oh, Debbie Allen right. directed wow. it and it was the first time she did a music video or, of her song in wow. Which one? Find Which that song? one. Why don't yes. Do you remember what? Kurt doesn't even know what fame. I mean, he's like Kurt knows who Janet Jackson is, yeah, though. There, there you go. Uh, we're, yeah. we're on the we're on he the edge with the Super with Bowl. It's in sepia tone, actually. Is that weird <laughs> for you? For you, when you hear people talk about breakups of celebrities, like I'm sure you. We're not can. getting into that, Stan. No, we're not. No, okay. I mean it's just it's a, a totally t- fine question to ask. What was it again? Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm it, sure you've been I, talked about well, it. In your you know, I just think it's romantic. like any other relationship. You know, people sometimes aren't necessarily ultimately compatible. But to have it or public, they grow out. to be public with them, it's that's gotta be, strange. That's because like, we all have it just in our sure. private life. But, but to, even then, it's not. I wish people were talking about my dating life because when I when figures, I have when I have I mean, friends when I have friends that break up, everyone's like, "Well, who broke up with who?" And what I mean, you do it on your you do it in your mic. That's because what you do it in your micro. You do it in your microcosm yeah. of your world but you're not talking about it on the radio no agreed or... I will agreed. if you're my well, friend you know what? About it. <laughs> my friend no I'm not gonna name names <laughs> okay but, here we go but you know I mean like yes no so I get I get what it is but I but I also see the interest in it and it's one of those things it's like the more people you know and as as somebody that's a public figure you are known by more people so more people care it's you know, obviously, it would be fantastic if that wasn't the case, but it's also, you know, it's I guess it's better that people care than that they don't care. And why is it always when they declare their love for each other? You know, like two weeks later, they're done. Mm. Like just, but that's real relationships too. Say it out loud. That's real or, relationships or, or, too. It's like, like the minute, the minute you, you become like Facebook official, yeah. you're like, oh nope, yeah. they're done. Yeah. They're yeah. gone. <laughs> My fiance and I, we did not do anything on Facebook. Until I didn't we think he was a real person until I met until him he got a month ago. Because we were like, we were like, why invite <laughs> that? So like, I and, get it. Yeah, it's sort of like in, in Arab culture, it's like the evil eye. Yeah. Know? Like people see something that's good, and then they kind because of people are jealous. What's crazy that's is that the jealousy gets messed up. You know, you like. What's crazy is up. that the evil eye is in so many different cultures. Yeah, because like we have it in in Latin culture as well. Yeah, and it's it's you put the egg under the bed, and yeah. you do all that stuff. You never heard of that? Uh, have you heard of that? Why well, I, I have? We're Roman Catholic. We're not like that weird like mix of like it's not called sangria, but it's it's that Mexican santeria. Santeria. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm there for a good sangria, but not a good santeria. No, no, I don't Wait, want that. An egg. Under the bed, you what is it's like a gypsy egg. thing. That's, that's you crack yes. an egg open and you put egg. it in a, a raw egg. Yes, in my family, you crack an egg, somebody's gonna eat that egg under the bed, and 
say it. <laughs> and, that, and that, and then you destroy the yoke, and the yoke takes in all of like the bad energy. So and that's the... a superstition thing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I have to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Crack you a you may need to do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You put it in a bowl. Just don't put the raw egg on the ground. Yeah. I was yeah. Gonna say. All right. This has taken a turn for I don't even know where. Okay. Who else is breaking up? Um, I mean, those are the those are the main breakups. I mean, there's there's big stuff. Um, I I will say uh, we've got a fantastic story with Nancy Kerrigan. Um, in this issue, she's on Dancing with the Stars, and she's doing really well. Um, but she opened up. I I had no idea. She has spoken about it before, but um, in a much bigger way. She uh, was talking about the fact that she uh, always envisioned being a mom of three, and she had her first kid right after she got married. Very quickly, trying to have her second kid, she spent. Over eight years, she had at least six miscarriages and really like opened up about like how devastating that was. And she really blamed herself and felt Mm -hmm. like and felt like, what am I doing wrong? And and felt very, very vulnerable and alone. And and, like because at that point, she was like, this was the late 90s or into the early 2000s. She was like, nobody talked about it then. She's like, so Mm. much has changed now where everyone is very open about that kind of stuff. Mm. She's like, no one talked about it. I thought I was the only person going through it. Um, so th- the only reason I bring up that is that uh, I, I wrote it, so I'm self self promoting there. <laughs> um, but she's fantastic. I get to f- I flew to Boston last week and interviewed her there about that, and and it's it's a really interesting piece. Her talking about that. Her, she also talks about how um, the attack in '94 um, obviously was a big thing, but and physically she recovered from it. Um, but it, it, she she revealed that it kind of opened her up to an eating disorder because wow. she needed control in her life. She was mm-hmm. like, I wasn't in control of anything. Okay. So um, she was like, it wasn't necessarily the, com- the the competition and the figure skating that was pushing me towards not eating. She was like, I needed something to control in my life mm. because everything seemed out of my control. Um, so she talks about that. It's fantastic. Um, and I can't talk about why you should watch tomorrow night's Survivor episode. Yes, but you, Yes, you can. Give but us the tidbit. No, I can't. Um, Does somebody not survive? Well, <laughs> John, John, Janet Jackson shows up I will with say, I was Nancy like, Kerrigan exactly. and they dance exactly. on the beach. Does Jonathan no. Penner come back? Um, oh my God, I wish. Penner. I Jesus. went to Summerstock Theater Camp this. with him. I love it. Yeah. Wow. No, but I will say, even if you, I, I, I'm telling you, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, you will be seeing it all over headlines. So it's better to watch it live. Mm. Unless Liza Minnelli shows up, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to read this headline. But I'm going to take your word you for it. Liza. All right. Anyway, yes. anyway so so a a contestant that was is is a central figure of uh of the the incident that occurs that you would incident. be interested in. Incident. There is it, it, all I will say is I've watched I have watched every episode of Survivor oh since season I haven't didn't watch them in the beginning, but since season 7 I've watched every episode. This is by far the one that people will remember for a really long time and not for you don't have to care about reality TV, you don't have to care about is the game. Is it sexual? Um, it, I will not say any, but it's not sexual in like a dirty like you're not going to see like. like sex there's no happen. subway sandwiches it's happening. It's sexual. It's sexual. No, it's sexual. I, I will. I, I don't want to say anything more. But no, no it's not. It's not a. It's not a salacious like like ooh like I can't believe they showed that on network television kind of thing. It's just right. it's a very shocking. Poignant, it's very poignant. shocking, poignant. Just like a sea turtle lose a virginity. Like what's happening here? <laughs> if, if 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 it was if it That's was if theme. it was saved yeah. by the bell, it would be a very special episode. Is uh, all I'm gonna uh, say. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, on that <laughs> note, just real fast, does People Magazine do they give you like a corporate card when you have to fly to Boston and interview? Nancy oh yeah, Kerrigan? all that's well. I mean, but it's awful. Like, how because well then do you they have keep to, track? But then also you have to do like expenses for everything. 
and I like wait three months to do them and then I end up paying the late fees myself. I mean, because they don't pay the late fees because they're like, that's on you. You didn't do it. And I'm like, I'm so busy. Work but they don't like do you. line by line because mine would be like bar, 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 dance club, bar, bar, bar. No, I'm glad that I, I don't have to do uh, like itemized receipts in that sense. I do have to say like this was for this reason and this is like, so I can couldn't go to like Ikea and like buy a new bed and like say like, oh, like, this let's say that. you were interviewing Liza Minnelli and the bar tab was like $672. Is that something they would even blink at? They definitely would blink at $672. But if like we spent like 30, no. 30 on Liza? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> if you spent like a normal amount of money, that's a lot of money. $30 for Liza Minnelli? No, $672. I'd pay that I'd pay that just myself for Liza. No, I'm fine. I'm doing a, a, a Broadway trip uh, in two weeks. Oh, and what are you... Bette Midler? Yeah. Bette Midler. Uh, I'm seeing Bette. Bette I'm seeing uh, uh, Glass Menagerie with uh, uh, Sally Field. Sally Field. And I'm seeing uh, Sun- Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close. Uh, but no Hamilton, cigar. Evelyn Hansen, and... Oh, there's one more. I'm not going to remember it right now, but there's one more that I'm seeing. Yeah, just right. just let it go, and it'll come back to you before the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. And how much editing do they do on your pieces? Uh, it depends, editing? and it depends on the editor, because we've got uh, different ones. Some of them like will tweak like three words and be like, great. And some of them, it's like a completely different piece. And does it go through a lot of legal issues as far as what you can um, say? A, a lawyer reads it, uh, reads every story. But it's not necessarily, I would say I maybe get a call every like 10 stories. It, but mainly it's like if we're saying, if we're talking about a crime, like the crime people have to deal with the lawyers a lot more. Because most of the time I'm talking about stuff that somebody actually told me. But do you need like two sources or is it not that? Well, official? it's usually straight from it, their mouth. It's yeah. usually, the the, sto- the stories that I work on mm-hmm. are usually, I'm interviewing people. I don't work on a ton of the ones that it's like. A source told us this, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, mine That's are a, a lot USB. More. You mean the trashy ones? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say, you know, I, I do have sources that like to speak on the on the the premise of anonymity, and that's, that's a big word. There we go. I uh, barely got it out. It? No. Can you spell it? I can spell it. I can spell it better than I can say it right yeah, now. Yeah, not after that second drink. Well, yeah, I had to add the water to it. Um, <laughs> no, but not that I don't work on those stories Diva. as well. But the main ones I write are are sit down interview like. That kind of thing. And so do people call you and say, I have a tip for a little secret? Stan, why don't you go on a date with him and then, and then we'll take care of that? <laughs> no, but yeah. I no. love People Magazine. I'm like obsessed with You it. love so Patrick Gomez. Good. No, of course. I mean, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I would say for, for espe- I mean, especially if you're working in the arts, but even for what I did, I, for five or six years after college, I, I was acting. I was working at a marketing firm. I worked in a restaurant. I had like 900,000 jobs and they all help me now because every, I'm, you know, I have life experience and have contacted with people outside of the journalism world that do end up being like people that call up and say like, hey, like just so you know, this happened or that kind of stuff. Someone and Someone came in drunk today. At, uh, I'm looking at you. I don't know why. People pay me to come in drunk. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. Um, just before you get too full of yourself, Mr. Patrick Gomez, we have a picture of you in tights. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, From wow. Dodgeball. Number one, who knew you had a booty? Oh, I don't. It's li- it is the oh, shot. Is this I fake? will tell you. No, no, no. It's not fake. Because um, <laughs> that's your grinder picture too. That, yeah, there that, we go. Is that the filter? It's a booty, yeah, booty no, filter. No, it's the way I'm standing. Because yeah, I will say, I mean, well, I'm, that's disappointing. I, I, I have a good amount of uh, confidence and, and belief in myself, but having a a butt is not one that I. It's something <laughs> I will concede that I don't really have. That's a great shot, and I love it, and I will use it as my profile picture for nine thousand years to come. <laughs> um, Are you juggling. No, I'm playing dodgeball. dodgeball. In fact, in fact wow. th- those tights and that shirt is in my car. The minute I leave here, I literally run to my car. Well, you change. stagger to your car. There we go. Yeah. Well, I got to drive, so let's, okay. let's not say stagger. Oh. Um, 
but uh, Uber, but jet over to jet over to the gym, and I'll play that at nine o'clock. So amazing! Wow. Yeah, what a, what a life! Thank you, Patrick Gomez. Yeah. Uh, check out People Magazine. Search Patrick Gomez, and all of your articles show up that you've written. Yeah. Uh, you can see them on most uh, media outlets. I've seen your face early morning. You're there uh, for many different That's outlets. Home. I would love oh. that job. Um, so we have to. Uh, we need to get to the depth of, of, of our guests. We have a lot of burning questions from our listeners. Real fast, we have to thank our, our sponsors. Uh, Test Loop, it's the only way to travel from L.A. to Las Vegas and Palm Springs in luxury style. Hoochap, Hoochap, you pay for one drink and they send you 30 free drinks a month. Go to your iPhone, your Android, download Hoochap, put in the code word, uh, turned up is the code word, and they give it to you for a dollar for your first month. How do you spell that? T-U-R-N-T-U-P, turned up. Hmm, That's the code word that they gave me. Good. Good for that. Uh, Spunk Lube is one of our our, our sponsors, our tried and true from day one. We love Spunk Lube. It's featured on many Hollywood sets, just none that you've ever been on. Uh, And our media sponsor is Hillcrest Social, which gives you the the high and dry, everything LGBT in San Diego. Also, our Instagram uh, media partner that posts everything that we do, Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. Love them. We love them. And our Shady Moment of the Week is brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery. Uh, They supply all of the sunglasses and eyeglasses for celebrities, old and new. They have a showroom in Guerneville and Palm Springs. They're also online. Um, they're, they're amazing guys. So our Shady Moment of the Week is brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery and uh, provided by Southwest Airlines. They had an ad that came out today. Southwest Airlines, we beat the competition, not you. Wow. Is that for real? I thought that was a joke. I don't know. I don't do research like Patrick Gomez. No, I actually think... Um, find us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show. Book me at a wedding, funeral, or quinceanera at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. <laughs> I want to formally introduce um, our guest of honor. Uh, Olivia Dabo is a triple threat. Uh, she has seamlessly moved through theater, film, television, and music, accomplishing success in all. With roles on TV in The Wonder Years, Law & Order, Criminal Intent, Third Rock from the Sun, Alias, Elementary, Eureka, Party of Five, steaming it up with Nev Campbell, by the way, Spin oh. City, among others. Uh, she has heated up the screen in studio and independent films such as Conan the Destroyer, Wayne's World 2, Velocity of Gary, which is a rewatch, by the way. I rewatched one, it this right? last year. I was like, wow, yes. Yeah. Uh, greedy, Point of no return. Um, she's also made a name for herself in the animated world, uh, voicing a Jedi in Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, Justice League Doom, Generator Rex, Ultimate Avengers, Green Lantern, uh, of course with Christopher Maloney and Victor Garber. Oh, that sexy was the young couple. You can't, you got to mention that. I'm yes, Broadway. I'm not finished, Olivia. There's a, there's a lot, there's a lot here. And of course, uh, Disney's animated series, Tarzan as Jane. Um, also, who can forget her turn on Broadway in The Odd Couple with Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, later uh, with Martin Short and Jason Alexander. Directed by Joe Montello. Oh, really? There we go. There we go. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. It's a theme. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in the music world, uh, Dabo's released her album, Not TV, and her indie video, Revolution. Um, and also, what I listened to today was your duet with Seal. Oh, it's Broken. Oh, yeah. beautiful. It oh, is. Yeah. It's heartbreaking yeah. and thrilling at the same time. I, 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 I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, so we welcome Olivia Dabo. Oh my God! Yay. Also joining us, uh, Amin El Gamal was born during an earthquake in Palo Alto. <laughs> this is like this is like mythology, but it's real. Wow. Was it like actually during the earthquake? It or was five point six, right? Well, I popped out right after the earthquake, or so I'm told. I don't remember it, but yeah, around five point six. The nurse was from Ohio, and she freaked out. And she's like, we don't have earthquakes in Ohio. And she left my mom sort of rolling on the third <laughs> floor of the Stanford <laughs> Hospital. And then I popped out shortly thereafter. 
Um, and you were born <laughs> to two Egyptian immigrants. Uh, when uh, when El Gamal was three, that. he got his first taste of the stage playing an angry barber in a preschool production. Uh, he graduated with a bachelor's degree in drama and English from Stanford University uh, before progressing to USC's School of Dramatic Arts, clearly an underachiever. Um, shortly thereafter, uh, Gamal landed memorable guest roles on HBO's The Newsroom and Showtime Shameless and The Librarians. Shirtless, by the way. Google that. You'll have a good time. His theater work includes productions and workshops at South Coast Repertory, uh, New York Public Theater, Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park, the Pasadena Playhouse, The Noise Within, Musical Theater West, and the L.A. Film. Currently making headlines uh, in many different outlets. I'm so proud uh, with his new role, a villain in the highly anticipated Return of Prison break. Um, He is openly gay, Muslim, and fabulous. And if you didn't know that, just look at his jacket that he wore to Into the Woods premiere uh, with that floral get-up. Wow. Yeah, that was that was pretty out there. Um, welcome both to the show. Thank formally. you. Thank formally. Thank you so much for having us. We are so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about diversity. Um, Olivia, you have... I mean, you're sexy in every role. And, I mean... Hmm. You are. Like, for me to have a crush on you, I mean, that's how sexy you are. Like, you, you, you came across <laughs> barriers. But you've, you've used a sexuality and played strong women, um, like the hippie version in Wonder Years. Yes. Um, and I mean, the diversity, obviously, it's, 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 it's self-evident. How do you empower yourselves in, I, I don't want to say minority roles, but, but yes, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, Sorry. I, 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 I just, just, just give it to me word by word. <laughs> right. These strong characters yes. in these minority roles. A, a woman always, you know, it's, it's categorized a certain way and you being so sexually attractive in your yeah. roles, but still having that, that, that power. Um, well, uh, let, let, I'll, I'll just use an example like with Nicole Wallace uh, from Law and Order. Uh, which was a great role for me um, to embody a strong woman uh, who, you know, how do you take a sociopath who's brilliant, um, who's, you know, ostensibly killing people uh, and getting away with it and and, um, changing identity, you know, every every other week, pretty much. Or whenever I came back on the show and and went head-to-head with Vincent D'Onofrio, with Nicole and Gorin, because of the uh, the foundation of the, the relationship, the dynamic was set up as a Sherlock Holmes-Mariotti kind of dynamic. Mm. Um, I did have to kind of continue to out- outsmart him, and so I had to really kind of lock in on the humanity of this character. Um, yes, she's evil as sin, but how do you make a character that continues to come back interesting, likable, human, uh, and, and strong, uh, and intelligent? Well, you just have to sort of pull from your own life. Um, that being said, I don't go around killing people, so that wasn't something that I necessarily had a ton of experience about, but I did um, I did find her a powerful role because I think that she's a woman who uses every aspect of what every God-given thing that she's been given. And the aesthetic is is there, yes, but I didn't necessarily play on that as much as I did uh, getting in other people's minds. The psychology of what it's like to... Um, be charming, to be funny, to be, you know, uh, charismatic. Um, those, are, those are the kind of things that I think ultimately uh, help 
uh, make a character more powerful. Well, you made this role so indelible that audiences just wanted more and more and more. You have a cult following from that one role. And what you just described is almost Vincent D'Onofrio's character in a whole different way. Mm. Um, here's what he posted, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, had the snap on <laughs> You know, yes. You know, he, he's been a difficult <laughs> actor, and he's, he's, he's self-admittedly very I, uh, difficult. I think he's, he's intense. I, I, think, I think that one uh, mis- misconstrues maybe Vincent's... Um, how he comes across he's 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 an alpha male not unlike Marlon Brando and he oh he, that's an he, interesting he, comparison yeah he he is he does have a very Brando-esque uh, uh, sort of disposition I mean every dude in the room when Vincent walks in I mean he takes over the set and he does it in an unassuming way it's not like he says okay everybody listen to me he doesn't have to he has a, a gravitas that is so um it, it, it's it's so ever-present that it's kind of like less is more with him. He just has to sort of breathe and, and stand and or sit and let, you know, doesn't really necessarily even have to say a lot. He just speaks from experience and he says his piece and gives his opinion and everybody's like, yeah, all right, dude, yeah, that's, uh, that sounds cool. All right, yeah, let's... Uh, well, here's what he had to say. Let him direct the scene. Yeah. Just I a let few him months ago. Me. <clears throat> really? Yeah, because he knew what he was talking about. Uh, not that the other directors, who whoever would be directing on that particular episode, weren't capable, didn't come in with some great ideas. But Vincent had a real key into the characters and the dynamic of the relationship between Gordon and Nicole. In fact, in one particular scene, he said, because I was always trying to figure out what it was about Gordon that reminded me of other actors other performances that I'd seen, and I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. You're like two different people in one, and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, since I'm gonna ask you to kind of impersonate me uh, in the Italian restaurant when you've like framed me, and your husband's waiting outside in the car and what have you, he's like, I'm a cross between Christopher Walken and John Malkovich. And he totally gave it away. And I thought, oh, that's it. That's amazing. Wow. What an incredible dichotomy of, you know, creating a character based on marrying these two individuals. I do hear that happens a lot on TV shows that especially have been running a long time. It's like the directors are there kind of to help with a lot of the technical stuff, but that, but right. that when the actual like performances come into play, how do you step play, in after so many years yeah. having to deal with that? Yeah. I was going to ask that, like, because you're coming from LA, to, they shot it in New York, right? Yes. And you're coming into a show that's been on so long. Yeah. Are you nervous? Are you? How do you feel walking into that environment? Um, you know, every once in a while, Stan, and I'm sure you've experienced this yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you a part will come along, uh, and a writer will be part of a project. In this particular case, it happened to be Rene Balsama, uh, who was just an exceptional TV writer. He actually reprised the role of Nicole Willis for me with Jean Renault because um, I brought her back on right. a totally different show. Didn't have anything to do with uh, Dick Wolf. But he was just there with the words. And I have never experienced a role that I played other than, you know, like Nicole Wallace, where I was able to memorize it so seamlessly because I just locked into it. So I just was very lucky. I, I didn't really have a whole lot of fear. And, and, and uh, I got to work with Vincent, who was my buddy, who was my friend. We'd done Velocity of Gary. We were actually going to do a whole wide world a long, long time ago. But I got pregnant and then had to pull out of the project. Renee Zellweger took over. Um, and so we had had this rapport as working together as actors, as comrades, as well as friends. And so he said, you know, Liv, let's just use our chemistry. You know, our innate chemistry that's inherent 
and let's see if we can let that translate on screen. Let's take a look at this chemistry. I have a clip of, of you both from uh, Velocity of Gary, and I want to jump from that clip right to the Law & Order because it's it's so interesting to see you guys um, with this intense chemistry. Uh, this is from a Velocity of uh, Gary. I love that because it, it's obviously a dramatic part, but you use your, your character and your voice in such a great way. Uh, let's go to the Law and Order uh, clip. worried that you didn't inoculate her thoroughly enough against our tricks? She has a natural immunity to pathological liars. Well, uh, I've never seen you so agitated. It must be all the pleasant memories this place brings back. You'd be more agitated if you saw Ella's reaction when we showed her the letter to her grandparents. They think that she sent it. Why wouldn't they? It's her signature. Could be her signature, except the rest of it is typed. Anybody could have written it, especially you. To isolate her, to make her more dependent on you. You tried to remake her in your image. And that was a line that she couldn't cross, so you wrote it yourself. I didn't come here to engage you. I want. I want a truce, Bobby. A truce. Notwithstanding your your unrelenting pursuit of evil. Evil, Nicole, is also unrelenting in its pursuits. Your ex-husband, who actually loved you, he knew enough to step away from you. We divorced for reasons familiar to many couples. Because you couldn't bear children? Is that what he told you? Obviously, I need to remind him that our divorce agreement has a confidentiality clause. Excuse me. Okay. The, the, the pace of this scene is so different from a lot of the other scenes and Vincent's approach yeah. to you. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it, like he's gentle with you, but there's this tense what what he wrote just a few months ago uh several uh he talked to, he was talking about law and order uh several years of uh, a decent show i enjoyed many of them uh favorite episodes i had were with olivia davo oh wow god that's a, that's really really flattering Indeed. But it's this intensity, and it's it's your direction, yourself, like how you choose your character to be. Like on The Wonder Years, playing the older sister, you took everything into account in terms of where the time period was, what the dynamic of this family was, and really made this unique character in this family dichotomy. 
Yeah. You know, I lived in Taos, New Mexico from about 9 to uh, 12. Uh, and I think that I caught the last tidbit of Americana really that uh, very much existed in America. And I got this bohemian sensibility. It was all sort of like the riffraff left over from Easy Rider. People didn't want to deal with the fact that the 60s were over. Right. Um, and um, so there was George O'Keefe's spirit there flying around, uh, D.H. Lawrence, uh, Mabel Dodge, uh, and just... It was kind of like a commune sort of environment, you know. I went to school with uh, amazing American Indians and a real Hispanic culture that is New Mexican, actually. Gener- it, it, it generates from Spain, not Mexico, actually. A lot of people don't know that. So uh, my brother and I, these little towhead kids who'd moved from London, just kind of got completely, not, not unlike an army brat, you know, put into a place where we were fish out of water. So it gave me, gave me the sensibility of really knowing what it, I was the I was the minority. So you you were speaking to me earlier on right, about, about right. minority. I've always felt like a minority, um, though I look like a shiksa on the outside. <laughs> What's you know, a shiksa? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking uh, about? No, I, <laughs> um, I I've always had um, an affinity with people who are underdogs or minorities or don't fit in or feel misplaced because I've believe it or not, always felt that way. And I think it's a gr- it works for what I do, you know, just because it gives you that deeper hypersensitivity to kind of find your way into a role or she, write a really good song. But you were coming from England where her mother was a f- huge fashion model. Correct. And your, your dad father was, a, music. was yeah. a huge music. And yeah. tell the stories about how you would go downstairs and, and who would be downstairs. <laughs> You're like, tell us the Tell stories. stories. She's a puppet. Dance. Picture dance it. For dance. Yeah. Well, I was amazed. I'm like, Pinocchio. This, this, <laughs> dance <laughs> for <laughs> grandma. <laughs> That's what I call it. Yes. <laughs> dance for grandma. Yeah, That's they, a good they, line they, for, yeah. for sitcom. There you go. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's the question? <laughs> Who was your, your your father? Was my father? Yes, uh, he was a musician uh, in a lead singer of a group called Manfred Mann, and uh, and such he, songs as uh, so Do a Diddy, Mighty Quinn. Uh, let's you know, see, just those. You yeah, know, yeah, just there's yeah, just a couple yeah. little ditties. Yeah. Uh, um, Mighty Quinn. Uh, I think I just said that. Ha ha, said the clown. Um, then he wrote. Um, he had to sort of prove himself as a songwriter when he later left the band. Uh, he wrote Build Me Up But A Cup For The Foundations, which, of course, then became really famous after something about Mary came out. And mm-hmm. then he also wrote Handbags and Glad Rags for Rod Stewart, which, after The Office came out, then uh, got exposed to a whole new generation of you know younger people. So yay for publishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was part of Jesus Christ Superstar. He sung the, the King Herod song. And... Um, yeah, he's a pretty cool But as a dude. child, you told me the stories so, of sitting uh, So what are you getting at, Stan? So I, you, you I want to hear the story. Stan, why don't you tell right, the story? Yeah. Yeah, I wanna, yeah. I, yeah. Who uh, was there? Well, so 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 my father um, was managed uh, by a man called Barry Cross, who also uh, managed... He's my manager now. Oh, yeah, you go. isn't that special? Yeah, it's crazy. Amazing. Uh, so he managed both Cat Stevens and my father. And so... Uh, you know, he came round. Alton John came round. Um, Dusty Springfield. Uh, Can you imagine it's like child. I was just listening to her. Actually, sitting yeah. on your basement steps in Dusty Springfield, is sitting there singing. Yeah, she I mean. she would walk in with these amazing bangles of bracelets, yeah. you know, and just I would always know she was there because it was like you know she would make jingly noises, <laughs> you know, and and I would just kind of sit on the image. I would yeah. sit on the in the basement on the on the top steps of the basement listening to my dad writing these songs oh with these God. ingenious people you know just kind of uh, just just in awe and and just really 
feeling so fortunate. And uh, so it really was a very palpable childhood that gave me a lot of amazing memories and uh, and also, you know, just empowered me to, you know, really reach for the stars and really feel like anything was possible. I think I think the, 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 I think it's so important, and I say this to young people all the time whenever I have I'm for, fortunate enough to come into contact with them, including my son. You know that yes, this world has changed and life has changed and this industry has changed, but I think we have to stay steadfast and true to our dreams you know just because it's tougher out there to make a living to find a job unless you have a phd in this that and the other you also have to do what it is that you love that you're passionate about and and you have to still go for it because isn't that why we're here for the wonder for the magic and it, it, it builds character too it does and I don't think that's over. And, and so I'm not I'm not an advocate of people who say, well, you know, I know you really want to do this, Bobby. You really want to, you know, scuba dive underwater and play with a fish. But you got to go and get your doctorate and yada, yada, yada. Well, no, you can get your doctorate and yada, yada, yada. But you can also, if it enlightens you and and inspires you to go swim with the fish, go do that, too. Keep happiness in your life. Keep joy because you'll live longer and you'll you'll just have a better life. I love that, especially, uh, I mean, new, new-ish to the scene mm-hmm. um, with this role that's really catapulting you out. And talking about building a role, you're playing a terrorist in this show in the climate right now. Yeah. Like when you get that script from your agent, how dangerous is this for you? Also being an openly gay actor, there's a lot you're dealing with. There, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've avoided roles like this. I'm My ethnicity is, a, is Arab American, and I was sort of like, I don't want to contribute to the damaging portrayals of people right. that we see. So I've sort of avoided it. But when it came around in Prison Break, and I actually auditioned and was called back for a different character that was more of a good guy. And so this one was sort of sprung on me last second. I read it like twice. I was like, this isn't me. I'm not going to get this. And then I did. And then I had, I did have second thoughts. I was sort of, um, I was sort of taken aback. I was sort of, um, I became a bit cynical. I was like, okay, I've done other parts before this, and now I'm coming to this. Um, but I realized I have a Muslim background. My parents are from Egypt or Arab American. What a unique opportunity, first of all, to have someone who's ethnically correct playing this part and responsible and someone who is intelligent and, and feeling. I'm a very feeling person. Too many feelings. Um, like you said, to bring the, to, to, to really go into what makes this kind of person this way. And a lot of the things that my character does and the affiliations that he has, people will shut down automatically. as like, oh, that's evil or oh, that's like a bad person. But something I appreciate about Prison Break is good people do bad things, bad people do good things. And also, I have the opportunity and the challenge as an actor, which is a delicious challenge, to find out how a human being can get to the point of doing some of the unspeakable things that he does. And and that was a a blessing for me as an actor, and and it stretched me so far. Um, And I was able to find that in myself. I'm nothing. I'm like a a golden girl. I say, <laughs> in like a, which one? In like a baby giraffe, probably, probably Dorothy. Uh, I want to uh, say okay. Sophia, but probably Dorothy yeah, yeah. in like a baby giraffe's body. Yes. <laughs> great, great description. Yeah. So I was. Uh, so first of all, I had a lot of respect for the the producers, uh, Paul Schering, who created the show, and casting for thinking outside the box and casting this type, this role who is Cyclops based on the monster Cyclops and the Odyssey. Um, 
casting it against type, and I think I hope that it, it brings an added layer of dimension to to this to what could could be a stereotype. Well, and you know, if you weren't going to play the part, somebody would be playing the part. So yeah. you might as well own it and Better take it, make it your someone own. Someone like right. woke yeah. and intelligent, and who is willing to speak out. Um, I mean, part of the reason I have been so candid in the press, which is not easy, and I'm new to it, and it's scary. It really is scary. Um, but part of the reason I'm doing that is to sort of counter, to, to so- sort of show, like, first of all, this character is not like me, but also to use my platform in a way that I think that someone like me who's com- who- who's growing up, a kid who might be queer in a Muslim family so that they don't hate themselves so there's someone visible who's like we're here look at me i'm this is who i am i'm fine you will be fine so that's really why i do what i do unfortunately sometimes you have to make compromises with some of your values to get to get ahead um and so far people fans have been really gracious with me people in the arab community and the muslim community are very supportive they're just excited that someone is being visible and speaking out and also differentiating himself from a character that he plays on an action adventure show yeah <laughs> right yeah but but you mentioned that, that that you're glad that it that you are you know because so often people that are just look the part aesthetically get to play the part yeah i might because not I'll be say, like, as, correct as yeah. as I'm Hispanic, but I mm-hmm. when I was doing a lot of auditioning, I would. You can't even speak Spanish, Patrick. Well, neither can yeah. you. So let's simmer uh, down now. I <laughs> have um, a drink. I'm sure you went out for a terrorist. Yo entiendo mucho. Yo entiendo tequila. All right, there we go too. Um, but no, but I would go out for anything ranging from anything right. Latin American to also anything, yeah. you know, Arab American. Yeah. I mean, or Arab in general. And I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, it's acting, so it's not real. So I don't really, I don't feel, you know, as long as it's a person of color and they're doing, they're being responsible custodians of the story and doing their homework, I'm sort of like, okay. Um, but... But I do, I do get limited, and it's funny because it's like not my assets as an actor and my natural personality are nothing like the parts that I often play. So that just means you're a good actor. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but it also yeah. means like I'm not considered for. I don't have the luxury of a of a of a white actor who's able to actually, you know, be seen for who they are and not what they are. You know, but and that will change. I think that will change. I think so. I have faith that you will change. You just have to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and I'm going to start creating my own sort of stuff too, which has been, like we said, a very inspiring avenue to have to be like, this is what I want to do. This is who I am. No one can tell me that I'm, you know, my Arabness isn't enough or my, you know, gayness is too much or whatever they say. And that's what I love about Prison Break. Prison Break became a, a cult phenomenon and it has this huge following, but the show had to change. Hmm. The lead actor came out and it was yeah. like, okay, so this audience that loved it for this now has to deal with this and now now we're in a whole different uh, land, but we yeah, have the I'm, same I'm characters I'm coming I'm sure back. they lost fans, but I'm sure they got a whole lot more that's just as well. It. And, the, and yeah. the cool thing about this new um, event series is that not only is there Wentworth, who is sort of the trailblazer but there's me who's who's out and who's always been out and there's augustus prue who's a lead on the show i love augustus he's amazing i love augustus he's the most fun and <laughs> so that's three of us kind of walking in the footsteps of wentworth kind of on the same show it's and, and on a net on you know on a broadcast show it's a on drama fox. on fox and a masculine like, show there's like, like sweat and muscle there's going a lot on. of like mumbling and grumbling and yeah. grunting yeah. you know it's it's unbelievable the progress that we've made. I think um, I just say it again and again: queer actors can play any kind of 
part, you know? Well, many yes. times queer actors have played any part. Yeah. We just don't know we about it. We also don't know because they've had to be, they've had to be quiet about it. And, I, and I, that's something, I, it's a risk I'm taking, but it's something that I think is important. Let's take uh, a sneak peek uh, at, at Prison Break and, and what's ahead this season. Um, and we come back, we're playing rapid fire with you both. Shred of information you can about what's really going on. The country's about to fall. Getting over that wall is just the start. Michael just wasn't planning on getting himself out. My God! So who in the hell are we breaking free? Oh, it's so sexy, by the way. Now, was this your first time having to film away from from? Yeah, yeah. It was my first time not not working in LA, which is weird because a lot of stuff is not shot in LA. Where did they shoot this? Uh, we shot in Vancouver, and then we spent three weeks in Morocco, which wow. was amazing. So there's, it's funny because yeah. sometimes you see me outside, and I'm in Morocco, and then I go inside, I'm in Vancouver, and I've ADR'd the whole like freaking thing yeah. in in LA, or I was doing a play in Cincinnati. So some of it, they found me in Cincinnati, and we're like ADR this scene. So it's funny how it all comes together. Um, but like you said, I noticed there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. You know, I saw so many different cuts. There were so many different ad lines and different things. I don't even know what to expect when I watch the show. I just saw the second episode because I was streaming it with the, the East Coast. And it was phenomenal. And I was really happy. And they sort of, like, build up to my, to my introduction in this episode, which was really exciting. That's great. Yeah. I, I love it. It has so much buzz already. And, um, uh, you know, I, I just love it so much. All right. So we do a segment on the show called Rapid Fire. You just, you just have to answer the questions. Boom, boom, boom. All right. All right. One, two, three. Ready, go. Ready, go. Who wants to go first? I will. Oh, all right. So Celebrity crush. Wow. It's really rapid. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Oh. Today, Harrison Ford? With I that earring? Yeah, yeah. Harrison okay. Ford and Woody Allen. Oh. Or can that be two? Um, Woody Allen? Yeah. Oh, I love Olivia. His He's sexy. I like his Oh, mind. God. <laughs> is that so wrong? <laughs> That's going to be a TMZ yeah, yeah. next. Okay. Next to that Vincent D'Onofrio yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. quote is going to be your quote about Woody Allen. Okay. okay. Uh, we know you're a musician, and to our listeners, go look up uh, Broken, Duet with Seal. It will become your new favorite song. I love it. I love it. Uh, what is the most embarrassing song on your playlist that you would shudder if we knew that you were that you had it there? Um... Oh God! Uh, uh, I believe in miracles. By that's, hot chocolate. That's not bad. I don't know. That's not bad. Mine's Mbops. But I love Mbop. That's exactly what I would have said. I was like, "What would I say if this was my?" Mine's the remix of Mbop, like for a million times. Oh, <laughs> lo- I love it. Oh, this, this this is a twofer. Your best co-star kiss. Thomas Jane. Okay, oh, Ooh, but you were one. you had a thing with him, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, there you go. After the kiss. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? So that's that why was that so good. good. Yeah. Your <laughs> worst co-star kiss. Wait. Thomas Jane. <laughs> um, that was a little down the road. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it could have been your fault. You don't have to. Uh, nobody um, has to assume one way or the yeah, other. Uh, oh, no bad gosh. breath, people. I, uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, I don't. Haven't had one. I haven't oh. had a bad one. Isn't that? Is that all right? That's yeah. very PC. Yeah. I don't believe it, but that's okay. very nice. I can't, I, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sure. Okay, there you go. 
Because I was on Apple Boxes and I didn't quite get the whole chest <laughs> of what he had to give. <laughs> yeah. Part of the joy is I get to re-experience these films and you coming back on the show, watch Conan the Destroyer. I mean, Grace Jones. Oh, she's yes. So you also Grace haven't talked Jones. about the, the other reason that you should be obsessed if we were going through those pictures. She has a lot of stories about that you didn't even get into. So, yes. Yeah, that's, yes. Part two. that's the next trip. Yeah, here. Right. Part two. Um, if you could have done another... TV show, high-profile TV show, uh, other than The Wonder Years, during that same kind of period, what which show would it have been? Mm, China Beach. Oh, that's oh, a really good answer. answer. Thank you. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play you in a movie about yourself? Today? Um, wow. Oh, gosh. Um, I, God, I... I I'm. Can I? I, I have two I'm, that I would cast for. Uh, you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Would yeah. you please help me? Well, I think again? you need to play Kylie Minogue. I do. Oh, Don. Really? Don. Uh, yeah. Uh, you need to play Kylie yeah. Minogue. Yeah. And you can should you do, be played by. Uh, can you do her voice? Melissa George. Oh, okay. I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I could see both. Like. Okay. You Kylie need to play Kylie. Yeah. Melissa George could play you. Okay. Oh my God! I love okay. it. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Thanks for the help on that one. Yeah. 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 I saw you freaking out. Okay. I was. I mean. Your yes. celebrity crush, um, Olivia Dabba. As you touch yourself, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it would be me and the librarian me. shirtless. No. You guys Google librarian shirtless. I mean, and you have a good time. Wentworth? That's your new screensaver. <laughs> um, I would say Wentworth um, Miller. Wentworth Miller. No, oh. that's awkward because <laughs> I know him. Um, I'm sure those cast parties were fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Um, I would say um, Kate Winslet. That's my straight crush. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's so boring. Who's who, it, who's who's your boy crush? Boy crush. Oh shit! I just because there's nothing that. people can find about your dating life or anything. Um, so, so I'm interested to see like like <laughs> he wants to know your type. He don't say Noah know. Wiley. I'll lose uh, it. I don't really have a type. Noah Wiley. Heath Ledger. <laughs> Uh, who's what's the name? I'm like I feel really awful. The I name know. of the guy in Birdman who had the erection, the theater actor guy, Giovanni Ribisi. No, Edward, I know Edward Norton. Edward, Edward Norton, Norton is oh, so yes. my crush. Yeah, he, I'm there we go. So but I'm, I'm talented. He's so hot. So and, everybody, and, but he's because he's for the he's like the Woody Allen version yes. of yeah. Yes, he's not the Woody Allen. Version. No, in fact that he's an intellectual and people because he's not physically like. I just think he's really talented and yeah, talent he just, turns he's me just, on. Yeah, he has a big talent. Yes, his All brain right. and 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 he's and he's a very attractive guy. Yeah, but it's how he carries himself, right? Yeah. Oh, and Chance the Rapper. Oh, okay. Oh. Chance the Those Rapper. Those are two very different people. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a movie I pay to see. Okay. Yeah. Um, a classic film, and you could play the lead role, oh. male or female, in oh. a classic film, black and white. Okay. What film would it be, and what role would it Probably be? Probably Margot Channing in All, all About Eve. Eve. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 or Auntie Mame and Auntie Mame. Auntie oh. Mame. Yeah. Which they're supposed to be re- doing the redo with Tilda. Um, Swindon. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. That's I odd. That. That's such a I weird love it, Did you see the I musical Mame with Lucy? Lucille Ball and mm-hmm. B. Arthur? Yikes. Yeah. That's Yikes. I love them both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in your trailer, what are your personal must-haves? We're not talking about makeup oh. and like water oh, bottle. I didn't know where that question was going. Yeah, please do continue. <laughs> but like, like, what do you like personally? Mention, like, mention a sponsor, right? No, what is it? Nah, is, nah, is it like nah. a picture of your family? Is is it? I have a picture. This is so stereotypical. I have a picture of Judy Garland going kind of like because you have a fascination with Judy yeah, Garland. So yeah, do I. I. So do I. I, 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 I grew her. up obsessed with her. 
Uh, yes, um, more than Liza, because yeah. she can sing. Yeah. I, I oh, say. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, Let's tell it how it is. <laughs> We're going to do a duet show. I'll play Judy, you can play Liza, and okay. it's done. No, I'm That's playing Ethel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ethel does She wouldn't music. let anybody else sing, though, when she uh, guested on the Judy Garland show, because we had Lady Kazan was yeah. here. Yeah, I was here with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and you look back at the clips. Even Barbara Streisand was doing a, a trio with Ethel Merman and Judy yes. Garland. Yes. Ethel Merman wouldn't let anybody nope. else sing. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So probably a picture of her um, and maybe a picture of my grandma, who is, who is a child actor in Egypt. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also yeah. just the most, like the best storyteller with the best sense of humor. I can only hope to be. She's like your hero. Yeah. She's yeah. one of my I love heroes. that. Yeah. My mom's mom. Um, and then a, a packet of like sour gummies because that's like mm. my yep well this is funny thing. this is the next and this actually came <laughs> from a viewer um, knew that you were coming to the show uh, what is your binge food because you're so tall and thin like what is your like I have a fast metabolism so you just I have you. to hate I, hate I yeah. definitely do not <laughs> wait um, wait okay yeah yeah well wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah, and wait balloon yeah. yep yeah um, prison break you know yes. the third reboot <laughs> Cyclops will be like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I would say probably sour gummies um, and raspberries, the fruit. I can eat endless Mm. amounts of raspberries. Oh, good. Yeah. I've lost faith in the it's youth true. of our time. Okay. What? You want me to like salad? Stan and I are like a burger, <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> All right. I can't binge a pizza. No. <laughs> so your red carpet picks you're very fashionable there's, there's a Thank certain you. there's a certain look that you have I don't know what it's called yet because I think it's new <laughs> nor do I <laughs> right is there a fashion trend that you fell victim to that you're like why did I do that probably the mesh tank top <laughs> oh you could see that West Hollywood in a, in a couple of hours it'll cost you a few um, <laughs> do you own one Patrick no, no. I, I definitely did, the no metabolism mesh, no. was not on my favor yeah. for most of my, of my life aww <laughs> One of my well, I was I was obese as a child too. Were you? Um, oh. Yeah. One of my one of my first uh, Getty images is me in this. Um, where you could just basically see my hairy chest. I'm pretty proud of it though. Actually, like I and they stripped it off for the librarians. I, I regret it. Yeah, they shaved it all off. They had two poor assistants who were like, <laughs> "I hate my life." <laughs> really? Because they they Snapchatted. They did not hate their <laughs> life. <laughs> so why are you all buttoned up now? <laughs> Oh, let's show, contract. Show a little uh, chest now. Let's see what's going no. on. It's called prison break, not yeah. shirt break. Stan, Stan, yeah, take off I your can't time. do that for yeah. free. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I cannot believe another episode uh, has has come and gone. Uh, part one, I'm sure. There's so many other stories. We actually had clips from Conan, uh, Conan <gasps> to play. Um, we, we're not going to get to. That's right. Okay. When is your tell all going to come out? My what? Your tell all book. My tell all book. Yeah. Um, it must be written. Uh, it must be written. I'll help I, you write I, it. Yeah. I think we're about two bottles of wine. You've got some writers in this yeah. one. This Ghost one's writers. Writers. Yeah, What uh, would the uh, title be? That's a good question. <sighs> if only you knew. Oh. <laughs> I've always had mine. song, too. Mine's in the back pocket. It's, it's where am I going and why am I in this handbasket? That's a ah. long title, Patrick Gomez. You know what? It'll be a long book. So yes. Mine's vodka. That's it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Olivia, you have one of the best websites that I've seen for a performer. Thank you. Because every aspect of your talent is represented, and it's so easy to click through your music. You can listen to Broken. Um, uh, clips from, from, your, from your past, all there. Uh, what is the website, and also where can fans find you on social media? Uh, well, they can find me at Olivia Darbo, uh, Ad- 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 Twitter, uh, Olivia Darbo, 
is it at Olivia Dalva Twitter? Um, Google uh, it. Everyone knows how to find yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, my yeah, website yeah. is Uh My Facebook is Olivia Dalva Fan Page. Um, I have a show on iTunes, which is an awesome radio show, which you guys have to tune in if you have a chance, called Every Friday with Dan and Olivia, which you can find on iTunes every single Friday. Um, and yeah, that's, that's sort of me. Yeah. It's a really cool show. I mean, we cover everything from vaudeville to music. And who's to, Dan? Oh, Dan is, a, um, Dan, Dan's Dan at Myers. his own radio show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He has, he has his own show. And incidentally, the reason that this all came about was he interviewed me about my album and we hit it off like a house on fire. And then he, uh, approached me about, you know, there's only a couple of people I could do a show with and, and I think you and I would be great partners. And so, he, yeah, he is my partner in crime, so to speak. I've tried that before. They're and all dead. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, but, I, but I love interviewing people. It's like a whole other new and endeavor. Well, if you ever need a guest, guest co-host, I you know, from the Latino world. You are, you are going on my list. You'll call Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Thank you, Olivia. And I'm telling you, our listeners, go, go to the web website and just look around and it, it's it's so much fun uh it's such an honor uh to have you like i said literally you were my first crush where i thought what was that moving it was it was it was wonderful <laughs> every performance since then has been very moving and thank you so much oh, you're so welcome thank it's you really fun being on your show thank you yeah where can our listeners find you other than google for other uh, reasons i'm at amin el gamal um on twitter and facebook and i'm at feisty pharaoh on instagram Ooh. that is so funny well, to me because that, that little at least your handle because i was looking for like, you I'm like feisty pharaoh it's the two hardest words to spell because it's not i before e as except, except after, after c, c. Yeah. it's not though it's an it's exception not. okay and pharaoh no one knows how to spell right. so just figure it out feisty yeah, the pharaoh. fact that you were able to have that and no one else had that is great yeah i was like, like some drag queen didn't have someone had my name Someone took my name and has like an old headshot of me. That's creepy. That's creepy. Nope. Okay, it was me. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) The internet has been very fascinated by my old headshots. There's one that went viral that's like me and this pic- this uh, bust of a pharaoh. Apparently, we look alike. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've seen that too. So yeah, the internet is is strange and wonderful. Has its own mind. Yeah. (laughs) Which I do not understand. Also, you guys have to check out his jacket from the Into the Woods uh, premiere. Uh, it, it, it's in there, but just Google it because it's like this, like floral, shiny, shimmery. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that's Vanessa Williams. Yes. Wow. That's Thank- a jacket. I thought that was a costume. No, no, that's that amazing. one is a costume. That's a costume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, my character in the Librarians uh, comes out of Vanessa Williams' mouth. Oh, yes. <laughs> is ejected from her. From her I wish her vibrato would come out from her mouth, but ah, anyway, so okay. that's the one thing. Shade. Straight tone. Okay. The shade. <laughs> there was nothing straight about that. <laughs> <laughs> she has no vibrato. She's the only singer that's famous that doesn't have vibrato. <sighs> anyway, Patrick Gomez, where can our listeners find you? Uh, it's Patrick Gomez LA, as in Los Angeles. Patrick Gomez LA on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's uh, People Magazine. Um, just because I haven't thought about it in forever, that webisode series I'm talking about is Royal Sabotage mm-hmm. uh, at dot com. Um, go check it out. I'm really proud of it. Awesome. Cool. I'm going to check it out. Thanks. Yeah. Stan Zimmerman, where can we find you? Uh, ZimmermanStan.com, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. And come see my play. Yes, yes. Virginia. Excellent. Yes. Your Instagram is a lot of fun because you, you do a lot of throwback pictures of your time on the Golden Girls set. I've got a I lot follow. of history. I yeah. follow. Thank I like. You. Thank you. 
Kurt, as always, thank you so much for putting up with us. Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> thank you, Kurt. Find us on social media at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook, On The Rocks Radio Show. Email me at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Thank you to Infusion Beach and Hotel in Palm Springs. Like them because they're giving away free hotel stays in Palm Springs. We will see you uh, when we're back next. It's with Saved by the Bells, Dennis Haskins. Wah, wah! This has been On The Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>